Hello, Steve Bentley here, and this is the Endurance Performance Podcast. This is episode six, and today we're going to be talking about recovery and immune support. Quite timely, with all the coronavirus uh, talk in the news these days, I've been meaning to talk about this for a while, and this is probably a perfect time to do that. We're going to talk about how to get the most out of the training that you're doing, and then also how to support your immune function so that when you're at the max fitness, which is usually when athletes get sick, you're more protected and less likely to have that happen to you. So I've been a performance coach for 30 years now. Started coaching people back in 1990. And in that time, I've coached people to over 1,400 Ironman events and thousands of shorter distance races. And for the last 15 years, I've been helping people with the nutrition as well and getting maximal nutrition into their body and getting the most out of the training that they're doing. My whole strategy for training, because I work with people who are really busy, they've got jobs and families as my typical client, and they don't have the time to do a lot of junk mileage. They also don't have the time to do food that's not really supporting what they're looking for, so their overall goals, whether it's athletic or health or mental focus or stress adaptation. We wanna be able to help them get the most out of what they're doing. One of the things that I always want people to understand as well is stress is actually not bad. We want stress. Stress is actually what allows us to develop as athletes and get stronger. We stress our body out. We cause it to go through changes, that adaptive response. And how well you recover is, and how well you get, how well you respond to that stress is what you're going to get out of the training. So if you're going to get better recovery, a better response, you're going to have more out of the training. You can actually get away with a lot less training if you're getting more out of it. And I remember when I was getting ready for uh, Ironman Florida one year, I went 921. The average hours of training I did to get ready for that week, that race was 13 and a half hours a week. And you know, most people are training 20, 30 plus hours to go that fast. You don't have to if you're doing the right training. You need the base, obviously, to be able to go hard with less um, hours training. But if you're doing the right things, you're going to get more out of your training. And part of that involves nutrition. So we're going to talk about nutrition, but there's some other, other factors and things that we can do before we get to the nutritional component. They're going to maximize and magnify what we're actually going to get out of the food that we're doing. So obviously sleep is important. If you're not sleeping properly, you're not going to get that better opportunity to recover. So sleep is really, really important. And you don't want to be a sleep martyr. You know, somebody who goes to bed at one or two o'clock in the morning and wakes up at four or five or six, and they're only getting four or five hours of sleep max, you might be able to function on that and it might even work for you right now, but it is not healthy. And if something's not healthy over time, it's going to backfire and you're not going to continue to get the results that you're getting. A good example would be energy drinks. They work, but they're not healthy for you. There's a better option. So we'll talk about that later because it actually talks actually factors into the stress adaptation uh, part of the talk that we're going to be going over. But sleep is so important, making sure you're getting some good quality sleep. One thing that I always heard before too is every hour of sleep that you get before midnight is actually the equivalent of two hours after midnight. That's so important as well because our bodies are designed to go to bed at a particular time, i.e. when the sun goes down. It's our circadian rhythm, our natural clock is kicking in and we can circumvent that by looking at 
our phone screens and the television and staying up all night because we've got electric lighting to be able to see that our bodies want to be going to sleep. Now, again, you can adapt to that and you can get used to it and it might even work for you, but it's not healthy. So the earlier you go to bed, the better and the less you're actually gonna to have to sleep because you're getting more benefit from the sleep that you're doing. But getting an adequate amount of sleep is so important. And women need about 30 minutes more than guys. So whatever that number is, if you're a woman, it's even bigger for you than for guys. Hydration is so important because if you're not hydrating properly, your body's not going to function effectively and most people are about 2 or 3% dehydrated. So getting better new hydration into your system is important. And along with that is electrolyte function. We talked about that when we went over fueling. We're going to talk about that more and more over the episodes. But getting electrolytes in with your hydration is so important to shuttle that water into your cells. So that's a really good component as well to focus on. But... Apart from that, another critical thing that helps your body get better response and better immune function, better recovery and better immune function is actually fasting. So we're going to talk about the nutrition component and what to eat, but I'm going to start by talking about not eating. It's kind of ironic, but it's so important to actually not eat every once in a while in order to give your body the opportunities that fasting actually presents itself to, to you. So a big one is healthy aging. The best healthy aging modality in the world is actually not eating, just fasting and going through that natural process called autophage, where your body is going through and recycling old inefficient cells. So actually, if you're looking for information on that, go to Google, type in fasting and immune function, and you're going to see so much amazing information that talks about what the processes your body goes through when you're actually doing fasting. Because when you're eating, about 60% of the energy that your body is using through the course of the day is actually going into digesting food. It's a lot of energy that we're diverting from recovery. So by not eating, which we do at night, right? So you're doing fasting every night. That's why they call it breakfast. You're breaking the fast. You're giving your body to go into a fasted state. We can extend that and it, Great things happen when we extend it. We get better blood sugar utilization and sensitivity to insulin use or production in our body. We actually go through this process of autophage, which is our system, going through and recycling those old, inefficient, damaged cells. Cells are not designed to live forever. They have this programmed cell death, it's called apoptosis, that happens. And we want to accelerate that process by forcing our body to go through and look for those old damaged inefficient cells and recycle them, take the cellular matter of those cells and use it to regenerate healthier, fresher cells. One of the other things that it does is it gives our body a, an energy source because we've got energy in the form of glycogen stored up in our muscles and liver. Guys can store about two and a half thousand calories, women about 2,000. We've also got lots of fat on our body. Even when I was 6% body fat, I had about 10 pounds of fat on me. That's 35,000 calories of fuel that I potentially have access to. Now, I'm not gonna get hold of all of it, but we've got lots of energy in the form of fuel. So not eating for a day or two is not a big deal. Your body has the energy. You just might suck at accessing it, but you have the energy. And we actually want you to burn through that glycogen because it creates better insulin sensitivity. And it's also gonna get you into a more fat adapted state so you can actually eat more without worrying about packing on those excess pounds because you're not gonna have to bring as much fuel in to fuel your body because you're getting it from that stored body fat. And that's another great way to 
age in a more healthy way is not eat as many calories. The other thing that makes it so important though is that even today, nutrition, or especially today, the food that we have is so nutritionally deficient. So we want to focus on getting better micronutrient support in our body, not just the macronutrients of carbs, proteins, and fats, but also all those micronutrients that are just missing in food today. And we wanna be able to supplement that. So we're gonna talk about what I use that's gonna help for, with recovery and also immune support. But let's focus on fasting a little bit. When you do a fast and your body goes through and starts to grind through that glycogen that you've got stored up in your muscles and liver, it starts to panic when you stop eating and it starts to look for ways to get you to eat. And it, one of them is gonna be your brain saying to you, you better eat something or else. And I know it's easy to think, or else I'm gonna die, because that's the way you feel. Because your body is really smart at ways of making you eat in order to stop you from having to go after that stored body fat and go into that fasted state. But if you just let it talk, and it says you better eat something or else, what it's actually gonna say is, or else, we're gonna be forced to turn into this amazing fat burning machine, and we're gonna have to recycle all these old cells and become so help, much healthier. That's a lot of work for us and we don't wanna to have to do that. So why don't you just go and eat something, right? Grab a bowl of granola and yogurt or a Snickers bar or whatever, right? We want to eat and satisfy that, but when you don't, these amazing things happen in your body. You generate all this extra growth hormone to protect your muscles, right? And your growth hormone over a two-day fast is actually gonna increase about 1,200% maximum for women and about 1500 or so percent for guys. That's amazing. Adrenaline's going to go up about 110, 114%. That's going to provide you with all this energy and focus and mental energy that you're going to have to function effectively. Don't think that not eating is going to make you exhausted. You could feel lightheaded and you might feel tired if you do too much and you're not used to it because you suck at accessing fat for fuel. But by fasting, you're actually resetting your immune system because your body's gonna go through your immune system first, get rid of those old inefficient immune function cell, functioning cells, and when you start eating again, your body generates stem cells to regenerate these cells. So it starts in your immune cells, goes to your mitochondria, where we got myophage, so we autophage is that whole overall program cell deaths where your body's recycling old inefficient cellular material. Myophage is the same thing, but in mitochondria. We want that happening to have more energy. We also want it for our muscle cells. I don't mind losing old, inefficient, dying muscle cells. Remember, cells all regenerate over time. I wanna force the issue. I want my body to go through and take out those old, inefficient cells. It's kinda like, a, I'm from Canada, so it's kinda like a pack of wolves going after the caribou in the tundra. Right? They don't go after the healthiest caribou. They go after the older caribou, the weak and dying. So hell's health, wolves, I'm sorry, wolves are actually really important for the health of a herd. And it's the same thing in our body. We want to create that autophage opportunity regularly to go through and eliminate all those old, damaged, dying, inefficient cells so that they're out of our body and what's left is a higher percentage of better, fresher functioning cells. I want that for my athletic performance, but I also want that for my health because I don't want cells being damaged and getting out of control and turning cancerous and creating an issue. And I actually personally think everybody has cancer cells in them that are growing. And when cancer becomes an issue for somebody, it's because there was an environment that that cancer cell actually was in that promoted that 
that growth for whatever that environment would be. You're not taking it out. You're not giving your body the soldiers in that immune cells to go in your immune system to go in and eliminate those cancer cells. So it gets out of control. But for people who don't have cancer, it's because those cancerous cells are being beaten down and taken out because they're in an environment that's not conducive to that cancer cell to grow. So I think that's so important to keep that in mind. Do I fast regularly? Yes, absolutely. I'll do a two or three day fast every couple of months. Not because I don't like eating and having a glass or two of wine at night. I love that. But I love the benefits that the fasting gives me. I don't like the fasting process particularly. It's not terrible. It's just I prefer to do other things. But if I keep doing those other things and I don't fast, I'm not going to get the health benefits and the performance benefits that I want. So fasting is so effective and so important. I'm going to talk about that on another time more specifically, but let's, let's jump into the eating part of it. Let's get off the negative of fasting and get into the positive of nutrition and eating. We'll talk a little bit about some of the things that I do that I think are really effective. Again, maximizing the benefits that you're getting from the things that you're doing. Just like the training programs I give my athletes, I want to maximize the time that they're spending training. We want to maximize the things that you're putting into your body. So we talked about hydration. That's so important. Getting good, clean quality water in and getting electrolytes in to shuttle that water into your cells so it's you're getting hydrated you're not just storing inflammatory water the next thing we want to talk about is food food is actually a supplement and you're either going to be doing things that are going to move your body towards better health or you're moving you're eating things that are moving your body towards poorer health. My friend Jane Ducey talked about a food continuum. I'm going to get her on one of these podcasts one day because she's just an amazing mind when it comes to nutrition and performance. And she's an author for nutrition and performance. And I want to be able to have her share her experience. But one of the things she came up with is this idea of this food continuum. And most people, they're on this food continuum in a certain area. And I think people think that they actually eat healthy, but really what they're doing is just, they're just not eating crap. So they're in the middle of this food continuum. On, on one side, you've got the people who are eating really poorly and their health reflects that. They're always sick, they're always exhausted, they've got excess fat on their body or they can't put on muscle because they're so skinny. And maybe they're skinny fat, right? Maybe that's you, maybe it's somebody you know. But if you're eating garbage food all the time, there's some aspect of your body that's in your life that's going to be unhealthy, whether it's energy, mental focus, illness, things like that, poor recovery from performance. Most people, though, are in the middle. They're eating what they think is healthy, but is really just not eating crappy food. But there's really no nutrition in that food to support the health that they would like to have. So they, they think they're doing the right thing because they're avoiding the crap but they're not doing enough of the really good things that are missing in food that they're eating and it's not getting them the results that they want. So they work out, they think they're eating healthy, they're not getting the results that they're looking for. They're tired, they're in a bit of a brain fog and maybe they focus on the macronutrients but really without proper micronutrient support, the vitamins, the minerals, the phytonutrients, the enzymes, the probiotics, the prebiotics, the fibers, those are all so important. And the herbal products that our bodies are looking for that are so effective. When you get those into your body, you start to move towards that continuum on the food scale there where you're actually getting good nutritious food into your system. And food today is so nutritionally bankrupt, you need to supplement to get all the nutrients that your body needs to function effectively. But whole food is a great place to start. Whole organic food that's 
been picked when it's ripe because when you pick stuff before it's ripe, which most grocery stores do in order to get it to you in a condition that you would purchase it, when you pick food too early, it doesn't have all the nutrition in it that it should if it was left on the vine to ripen. So all of these considerations to keep in mind. But getting good nutritional support in through supplementation is so important to pad what you're doing with the whole food regime that you're on. And avoiding sugar is a big one, especially if you're looking at immune function. And again, recovery is great. If you recover better because you're eating better, you're gonna get more out of your workouts. But the other thing that you wanna think about is boosting your immune system, which is what we're talking a lot about on this podcast, so that when you're in optimal shape and when you've done everything right, right, you've gotten the best recovery possible that you can do because you've been eating properly and getting all that extra nutrition in that we're gonna talk about in a minute, that your immune system is also strong to stop you from getting sick when your immune system for most athletes is usually at its worst, which is right before their big race. They've done all their hard training. They're in the best shape ever. They start their taper a couple weeks out from their big race. Their body relaxes, their immune system relaxes, they mentally relax and bang, that's when they get sick. And that's usually if you're traveling somewhere, you're on a plane and there's somebody in the plane coughing. Forget, forget about coronavirus right now, I'm just talking in general. When I remember when I was racing at a high level and I'd be on a flight somewhere to get to a race or world championships or wherever I'm going and I'm like super hyper aware of every little cough and person that's around me that might be sneezing or hacking, hacking up a lung. And I've been really healthy for decades. And when I go to conferences for the nutrition company I'm with and there's nobody coughing there because we're all so healthy. But I go to another conference that has nothing to do with what I do for a living in terms of performance and nutrition. And you're just always hearing people coughing. Like, go out and about. Listen for that. There's always somebody sick because there's germs everywhere. And if your immune system is suppressed because you've trained really, really hard and you haven't supported your immune system, there's a really good chance you're gonna get sick right before your biggest race. And so many times I've had athletes over the years call me back panicking because they're like getting a bit of a scratchy throat and, and that can happen even if it's a really big immune system, but is your body gonna beat that down and recover quickly or is it gonna be going the other way and then you're gonna sick and you're coughing up phlegm or whatever right before a race, that's not cool. So we wanna really support your immune system. So you can start by Better sleep, fasting, getting that immune function, those immune cells regenerated properly, sleeping properly, getting good hydration in, getting good whole food nutrition in. But here's some of the things that I find that work really well for me to really support not only my recovery, but also my immune function. And we're gonna go over those. So number one on the list, other than food, right, is for me, it's whey protein. And if you get a good quality grass-fed whey protein, there are cooperatives in the world that have this whey protein, that'll improve your immune function by over 500%. That's so important to know that food is coming into your body and it's actually moving you towards what you want instead of moving you away. So things like sugar, that's gonna move you away from better health and a better immune function and better recovery. And so much food has sugar in it today. And I'm not just talking, I'm not talking about 
the natural fruit sugars like fructose that you might find in a in an apple for example or you know a good quality shake i'm talking about the garbage sugar the added sugar that shouldn't be there and doesn't need to be there and all the sugar that's in food and all the crap and chemicals that are in there we want to avoid those when you get good quality food in there and the whey protein that's going to support your immune function and the amino acid profile in that shake is actually going to improve your recovery because it's giving your body all those amino acids that it needs is the building blocks to rebuild that muscle fiber that you're breaking down and eliminating through fasting, but also breaking down through training itself. We want that breakdown, we want the elimination. It's just how is your body gonna recover from that? And whey protein for me is the basis for that. And there's some better quality plant-based shakes coming out that have the same BCA, branched chain amino acid profile as a whey protein does. So if you're looking for information on that, I can help you with that. But just look around for something that's working for you and it's got a high quality and doesn't have artificial sugars or preservatives because that's a sure sign that a company doesn't care about quality or health. Collagen is so important as well. And getting that good quality organic collagen into your system is so important for recovery to give your body all those nutrients that it needs to properly recover. All the amino acid peptides that you're gonna get in a good quality collagen are going to support that tendon and that cellular health and all the ligaments that your body needs to have nice and strong. Micronutrient support, so important, vitamins, CoQ10, resveratrol, antioxidant support, vitamin C is a really important nutrient to get into your body at a proper level. And a couple thousand milligrams a day is a perfect amount to get in there for supporting immune health. So we wanna make sure you're getting that in. Stress reduction is also so important. Stress is everywhere, again, just I'm talking mental stress here, not just the physical stress that your body goes through that we need to recover from, but the mental stress that your body is just constantly bombarded with. If we can do some things that are gonna help calm your body down, release anxiety, allow your body to adapt mentally to what you're going through, I think that's so important to really give your body what it's looking for. So for me, what I use is a, a product called Ionic Supreme. So the company I, I typically associate with is a company called Isogenics. If you're looking for information on that, reach out. Can totally help you with that. But three products for stress reduction, so awesome. Ionic Supreme, Bia, it's a sparkling energy drink. It stands for botanical energy and adaptogens. I love that, they got a few different flavors, so that's amazing for performance. I'll talk about that on another episode, but just for recovery, it's so good. It's giving your body all the raw nutrients that it needs to light it up for energy, but also give it those nutrients for recovery. And the adaptogens in there are brilliant for helping your body adapt to the stress that you're going under. And then CBD, if you're in the US, Isogenics makes an amazing CBD product, the cannabinols get into your system and help alleviate that anxiety and that stress that's associated with just general living. And that leads to better sleep, which is gonna help lead to better recovery, which is gonna to lead to better immune function and immune support. So that's an awesome focus as well. Now for specific immune products, what I use is I use two things. One's an immune shake booster. It's got these immunoglobulins in it that I pop right into my shake, just put a scoop of that in with some fiber, pop that into my shake, and that's supporting my immune system so effectively. I wanna make sure I get that in every single day. And then there's also an immune spray with some zinc, and zinc is great for immune function, but the immune spray itself encourages glutathione production, which is a great antioxidant to help protect your body, so I love that. And they also make a defense shield. Uh, essential oil that I'll just diffuse in the house through a diffuser 
I have that in the air going regularly during cold and flu season. And then another product that I've got, it's not a Nysogenics product, but it's a product, a herbal product called Lamatium. And just absolutely love that for giving your body that protection from viruses, bacteria, parasites, microbes, and mold. It's an amazing product that supports your immune function. And these are things that the typical mainstream medical community is not gonna recommend that you do because they want you to take a drug. They're, they're gonna look at protecting your body after it's gotten sick. This is what you can do to feel better. I don't wanna wait until I'm sick. I wanna boost up my immune function through proper fasting and immune system support at a cellular level so that I've got the prevention going on because that's the best way to deal with an issue is to stop it before it starts. And when I do get a little sick every once in a while because those bugs are still out there, my level of sickness is so minimal. I might get a little bit of a stuffy nose, whereas everybody else around me is like taken out. And it's so important to allow your body to get even a little bit of sick sickness and exposure to these germs, but have the strength in your immune function and your cells and your body to recover from that and be able to get it stronger. It's just like working out. We want the stress, we want the exposure, but we also want that proper recovery because stress is not bad. It's just how your body's gonna recover from it that is gonna dictate whether the stress is actually bad or good. So stress is actually good in this case. So anyways, that's my kind of overview of recovery and immune system support, and they go hand in hand when it comes to performance. So hopefully that was useful information today on the performance, um, endurance performance podcast. Take that information. If you like that, share it around. Uh, give it a little like and uh, look forward to talking with you on a future episode about things that are important to you. If you actually have suggestions on what you'd like to hear, I got a list of things I'm gonna talk about, but if you got suggestions on what stuff you wanna hear about and get my take on it for 30 years of coaching and 15 years of nutritional performance work with people, shoot me a note, let me know what you'd like to hear about and we can talk about that. Have a great day, stay safe, stay clean, wash your hands and, and train well. Cheers, bye.